Hey, I want to thank you for checking out uh, the sermons at Coastal Community Church online. And uh, we are really happy to make these available to you uh, for your spiritual nourishment. But one of the things we have a deep conviction of is that we hope that these sermons are a supplement to your spiritual growth, but also a supplement to you having a home church. And so if uh, you do not live in this area, we would really encourage you uh, to join with a local church where you can serve the Lord together alongside of other believers. Uh, if you don't have a local church and you live in the Hampton Roads area, we'd love to have you check out Coastal Community Church. We have uh, three services, uh, 8.15, 9.45, and 11.15, and we'd love for you to join us at one of those services. Well, good morning, guys. Good to see you, and it's good to be back. I, uh, I preached to you last week sick, and I literally spent the rest of the week in bed with pneumonia. So praise God, I'm feeling better, and I hope I didn't spread it last week. Uh, that's why I just went to my office afterwards, because I knew something wasn't right. So anyway, thank you for your prayers. Great to be back. Uh, this morning uh, is a little bit of a housekeeping morning. Actually, the whole sermon is a little housekeeping, so uh, I hope you'll endure with me and uh, be excited about the things that God is doing at Coastal Community church. And, and I hope that as we end, uh, that you'll be a part of it. We want you to be a part of what the Lord is doing here. And, and uh, we're just seeing and expecting great things out of 2016. Last week, I kind of challenged us with, hey, you know, there's a lot of changes coming our way, but uh, man, I'm excited about those. And so with that, I want to do this, okay? I want to take a few minutes this morning and give you a beyond update. Now, if you're a guest with us this morning, like, what does that mean? Uh, we did a series last May called Beyond, and it was a it was really a fundraising campaign for us to get our new building uh, down at uh, 101 Village Parkway and been trying to give some regular updates on where we are with that, okay? And so this morning, I want to take a few minutes and do that and, uh, and just to kind of give you the, some pictures. The walls are going up, okay? Uh, this will be the new worship area. It's going to seat about 900 people. Uh, this is the entranceway to the children's ministry. Do I have another slide there? I, I can't remember. Yeah, and there's another slide. This is going to be our, your new coffee shop. And, uh, and this right here is a window into uh, what will eventually be the children's play area. And our hope here is in this area right here that uh, not only will be welcoming on Sunday mornings, but during the week, uh, small groups can come in and have, have small groups. And, and if you have children, they can play in the play area right there and you can watch them. And, and, uh, and of course, this is the entranceway and the hallway down alongside. So good stuff, right? I hope you're getting excited. And uh, one of the things that I told you, and by the way, there's a lot that's going into this. Um, um, I, I, I'd be here all day if I tried to thank every single volunteer. But I mean, we've gotten to this point with a lot of people giving a lot of stuff, including finances including talent, uh, you know, engineering's been donated, uh, legal resources have been donated, uh, the list goes on and on, sweat equity has been donated, and, and many, many in this room donated your finances, okay, so uh, thank you for that, and just anybody who's donated anything to this process, thank you, okay, and uh, with that said, I told you back in December, it looked like the costs were going to come in a little bit higher, in fact, much higher than we anticipated, it looks like the, uh, the build-out's going to come in at about $1.5 million, okay, and that's certainly higher than we anticipated. The big cost in that was the HVAC. It was just much higher than we hoped, and uh, we were hopeful to use some of the old equipment, and that just wasn't possible for us to have the kind of building we wanted to have, and, uh, and, so, and so that's where uh, the bulk of that went, okay? So when I say that this building project's coming in at 1.5, okay, let's go to the next slide, Ronnie. Uh, what that includes is it includes building out the worship space, okay? That's going to be ready to go for us with that 1.5 million. It includes uh, building out the the children's space. That is going to be ready to go for us, okay? It includes
includes building out the bathrooms, okay, both there and in the children's space, so that, so that the building is ready for us to function as a body, right? So we can move across the street, we can have services if we need to, okay, corporate, corporately, and, and so that's what it includes, okay? It includes some of the uh, other things like framing and sheetrock, but it doesn't include the finishes, okay, uh, on things like the offices, the prayer chapel, um, uh, so I, in fact, let's go to the next slide here, Ronnie. Uh, some of the things that it does include, we're not going to be able to b- do the dominant entrance right away, okay? So that's one of the things we had to kind of cut out of the project to keep costs down. We still hope to get there, okay? Uh, it doesn't include the flooring finishes, but it'll include the flooring in the worship space and the children's space, but it doesn't include the flooring in, in like the hallways, okay? So that's going to be yet to come. So I'm just trying to give you the proper expectations, all right? Everybody with me? All right? And so, you know, that's going to come later as we continue to grow, all right? It doesn't include sound and lighting in the worship area. Now, you may be going, well, how in the world are we going to have worship? You're just going to yell louder than you usually do. Uh, no, okay, we're going to either rent or borrow some sound and lighting, you know, and, and we, we'll, the place will be wired up and we'll be ready to go when we can afford to do that, okay? And so that's kind of where we are. Now, let me give you, I, I know you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of bad news, all right? Now, let me give you some good news, okay? Let me give you some good news. We are actively negotiating a deal on this building, okay, that you're sitting in right now, and we do expect uh, to be under contract probably by next week, okay? We're kind of fleshing out the details on that this week, and uh, and so would you be in prayer, okay? And, and anything like you guys have probably learned during this process, uh, a contract even isn't the end of the game, okay? So it's getting all the way to closing, so uh, I know you guys are praying for Coastal and the vision and direction God's given us, so just be praying for that. We're, we're prayerful that we'll be under contract by the end of the week. Uh, we're talking to a church. The name of the church is called The Mount. Uh, they actually meet in uh, Kiln Creek Theater. That's one of their campuses. Okay, it's a, actually a sizable church that has multi-site. And uh, so the good news is they, they got strong financial backing. And so that, that's encouraging us. The other good thing is, is they want to close on this building quickly. Okay, in fact, our closing date is the end of February. So uh, at the end of February, we would get uh, the money that uh, from the sale of the building, right? So that's, that's great. And that's exciting. Now, I know the next question is your heads, well, where are we going to meet? All right. We, we've negotiated a deal that we can rent this building back from them. Okay. Until we get out. Uh, so we're going to continue to meet here, here, even after the sale of the building, uh, you know, as long as we need to, uh, we're hopeful. Okay. We're still, uh, just so you know, we're still eyeing up Easter. All right. We're still eyeing it up. It's, uh, is it possible? We think it's possible. All right. But even if not, we can rent this back and, and we don't want to be in here any longer than May or June anyway, okay? So uh, so that's where we are, okay? So we're still all now that Easter's our hope. Um, and so our thinking at this point is this, all right? We want to get in there this spring, and it's going to be kind of a church family move, all right? And, and the floors aren't, the finishes aren't going to be done like we'd hoped, okay? And then we're going to put a little more sweat equity into it, and we're going to finish out the finishes on our own. We're going to raise funds for the finishes on our own. And then what we're hoping to do is in the fall, okay, we'll do a grand opening to the community. Does that make sense? Uh, so, you know, we're hoping to move as quickly as we can and, and get in there as quickly as we can, and then we'll, we'll you know, we'll equip you with some invite cards and we'll put some signage out and all that and, and do our grand opening in the fall. That's kind of the target. Does that make sense? Everybody with me? All right, good. Um, so let's talk a minute about where we are financially, okay? Because I'm excited about this. I'm, I think you guys are excited. I think you understand, hey, we're getting close, okay? Uh, so let me be really, really clear. 
selling this building doesn't raise all the funds that we need to get into the new building. Okay, everybody hear me on that. Selling this building doesn't bridge the full financial gap that we need to get into our new building. Okay, it's a huge piece, but it's not the entire piece, all right? And so, in fact, we, after the sale of this building, we're actually about a quarter of a million dollars short of all that we need, all right? So we need to raise about a quarter million dollars. Everybody gulp. Oh, okay, that's the bad news. Okay, here's the good news. Ready for the good news? We have about $360,000 outstanding in our beyond pledges. Everybody with me? So it's not like this is crazy. We're in the ballpark, all right? Um, so, uh, so that's the good news. And so here's, here's the kind of the Sean Brown Awareness Sunday, all right? Uh, let's make you all aware of what I'm going to challenge us with, okay? At this point, cash equals speed, does that make sense? So as we have cash, as we raise money, it's the faster we can get in there because we can pay our subs to finish the work, okay? If we were to, the more sweat equity we do, the longer it's going to take to get in the building, okay? The more cash we raise, the sooner we can get in the building. Does that make sense? Okay, so, so the challenge is this, okay? And by the way, the other reason I want to push us to get into the new building, even with all the finishes undone, so, and this is why we're not going to do a grand opening just yet, because you guys are going to walk in and you're going to understand, oh, there's sheetrock that needs to be painted and some things that need to be done, right? The second thing is by getting in the building, the sooner we get out of this building, okay, it frees up rent and mortgage at this point or rent and utilities and all that this building, all the resources this building requires, it frees up about $12,000 a month, okay? And so the sooner we can get out of this, the sooner we can put that $12,000 a month towards what? the new building, right? And, and getting the things that we need. And so, and so that's kind of where we are. Okay. And so, and so here's your part. All right. Here's your part. Church, we're almost there, right? And, and uh, it's football, play, NFL playoffs, okay? And I know Pastor Joey won't get this, but, uh, but we're in the red zone, okay? And like we're, almost, we're on the goal line, Joey. It means you're almost ready to score, okay? You're almost ready to get there. And so uh, I'm just picking, all right? And uh, we're almost there, and it's so exciting to me, and I hope you're excited. And, uh, you know, and so the, the challenge is we need to finish the deal, okay? We need to, to move into our new location. So how are we going to do that, okay? Okay. Uh, well, you guys remember that the beyond giving um, was uh, the challenge of the church was to give over and above your regular giving. So if you're new at Coastal, you've started at Coastal maybe during the summertime or whatever, I want you to know this whole project's been possible because the church body said, hey, you know what, we're going to give over and above our regular giving to the building project, okay? And so here's what we need to do to finish it. I want to challenge us to raise that quarter million dollars by March. And so how are we going to do that? Well, if you've, ma- if you've made your pledge, but you haven't given to the pledge, you know, would you consider, if God has blessed you, if you can give your, to your, you've been making regular payments to your pledge, regular donations to your pledge, if you could give it earlier, if you're in the financial position to do that, would you consider doing that, okay? In fact, as word has gotten out <coughs> about where we are to people, some people have already done that, okay? And so, and so the challenge is, can we raise that money by March? That would be a huge help, okay? If you have not made a pledge yet, okay, let me encourage you, all right? Um, out, at the, out at the welcome desk, okay, these are our pledge cards. And one of the things I said at the beginning of this, of this journey was it was going to take every single person that calls Coastal Community Church, their home church, to link arms and be even a small part of what God is doing to move us there. So it's just going to require every single person. So, you know, if you haven't yet made a pledge, <clears throat> let me encourage you, get a, get a card, make a pledge, join us in the process, join us in what God's doing at Coastal Community Church, okay, uh, and, and make a pledge, okay? If you have 
fulfilled your pledge. And some people have done that. This is the boat my, my family's in. Um, I want you to consider, and this is what I'm considering, you know, could we do a little more, okay, between now and March to try to get us in there, really between now and 2016 uh, to try to get us in there, uh, because I think the time is now for us to finish this, okay? And so uh, I just want to challenge you, and, and I want to encourage you, um, because it is going to require every single one of us to make this happen, okay? It's exciting, though. We're close, right? And I hope you're excited. I know I'm excited, okay? One of the things that I want to do to continue to grow and build excitement, okay? Over the next month, uh, next three or four Sundays, uh, after the services, we're going to be giving what we're calling vision tours, okay? And uh, and so what this is, is, uh, and just so you know, hard hat is required, okay, for a vision tour, uh, because the... Con- <clears throat> the site is under construction, okay? So if you're worried about your hair, you might not want to do a vision tour. But uh, we're going to give, we're going to do 1245 and 1 o'clock. We're going to have 20 spots at each sign-up spot. And <clears throat> up to 20 of you can come down and take a vision tour. And why am I doing that? I want you to see, I want you to see this place. The pictures don't do it justice. It's huge. Uh, there's a lot of room to make an impact for the kingdom of God. And uh, God has continued to bless this church. We believe God's going to continue to bless this church. And I want you to see it with your own eyes, okay? So if you or your family or your, if your small group wants to come down, if you want to come down as a small group on a day other than Sunday, let us know, okay? Uh, email me, email Pastor Jeff, uh, Jeff Fry, Pastor Andrew, okay? And let us know and we'll, we'll give you a vision tour, okay? I'm now, I don't want to do a bait and switch, okay? The vision tour is to, is to help you see the vision. It's also going to be a fundraiser, okay? And so I just don't I want you to be surprised by that. I just want you to see it, and then I want you to go, okay, how do, what do we need to do to cross the goal line here to finish this off? And so, so I've got a sign-up sheet on the way out, okay, at the, uh, what's usually the connect area. Um, if you want to come even today, we have two time slots, 1245 or 1 o'clock. You sign up, you come on down and take a, take a tour. It's really awesome, okay? It will get you excited, and I know it's, it's hard from sitting in here to see that, okay? So sign up for a vision tour, okay? That's this Sunday. It's the next four Sundays, okay? We'll have it available to you. Sign up on the way out. Take a tour with us, okay? The second thing, in pre- I told you today was a little bit of housekeeping, okay? In preparation for our move, okay, one of the things that we have to have accurate, we've got to have our database accurate, Okay, because we believe God's going to send us a lot of new families. A lot of new, we're going to reach a lot of new people in our new location. And uh, so we want to make sure we have our data right. That helps us in communication with you all. Okay. And so inside of your bulletin is this white sheet of paper. Everybody pull that out so I know you got it. Okay. All right. I want you to fill this out today. Everybody got it? No, half the people have it. Okay. You're looking. All right. Uh, so get this out. Fill this out today. Okay. You, I'll even let you do it while I'm talking. I'll think you're taking notes, okay? So, uh, but during the offering time, if you drop that in the offering basket, man, that helps us in a big way uh, just to get our data straight. And uh, then that helps us with our communication. All right, everybody good? Good. Uh, You guys awake this morning? All right, good. It's exciting. So let's do this, man. Let's ask the Lord. Um, You know, Pastor Andrew said this in one of his sermons back in December. He said, this is this is God's project, and uh, this is God's church, really. It's God's church, and uh, we have a season of our lives to steward it well and, and to, lift, to use it to lift up the fame of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and so uh, that's what he's given us to do, and so let's just take a moment and pray, and then we'll jump in this morning to the sermon. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for your love for your church, and um, thank you for Coastal God, the people here. I, it's just humbling. Um, 
people have given so much of their time, their talent, and their financial resources, God, to be a part of what you're doing here. It's, it, uh, it's awesome, Lord. And uh, I pray, God, we, we, we've got the end in sight now. Um, and uh, we've got the pledge amounts. And, Lord, now we just need to bring it in and, and finish what you called us to do. And, and Lord, I pray that uh, um, you would continue to bless your people for their generosity. I pray, Lord, that you will uh, help us to figure out ways to continue to steward the resources that come in. I pray that this building would um, be used. It's, it's, not a, it's not a church, God. The church are your people. It's a place to do ministry. It's a tool for ministry. And I pray that you would use this building, God, to touch many lives that don't yet know the gospel of Jesus Christ. And um, God, we've kind of already, as a church, we've already done the journey of all the logistics. God, it's an incredible location. Um, we're very, very grateful and humbled, Lord, that you would choose to allow us, Coastal Community Church, to steward this location. And uh, God, I pray that we would use it for the fame of Jesus Christ. And uh, Lord, I just pray for safety on the work site. I pray for, um, I pray, Lord, that this would be a unifying thing in our church body. And God, that we would, we would move together um, to see Jesus lifted up. And it's in Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. All right. I'll let you guys fill out your white sheet, okay? Inside of your bulletin <coughs> is a handout. You can follow along with me uh, on this sermon. And uh, um, I've called this, this sermon, Church, Why Bother? All right. Why do we bother? Okay. Uh, how many of you, by the way, I want to on a show of hands here just for fun. How many of you all, all make New Year's resolutions? How many make New Year's resolutions? All right. All right, I'm about a third, maybe, not quite, maybe 25% make New Year's resolutions. Did you know that only 8% of people that make New Year's resolutions complete them or see them through? Did you know that? And so I did a little legwork last night. I was kind of wondering, like, what is it that makes people that, that make New Year's resolutions see them through? And actually, there's seven common denominators uh, in the the person that sees a New Year's resolution through. First of all, number one, they keep their resolution at the forefront of their mind. They try to think about it daily, okay? They try to make their, number two, they try to make their resolution a part of their daily habit. Number three, they resolve to try to do something they're passionate about, (laughs) So, <clears throat> so they try to make it something that, man, gets them up out of bed in the morning. Number four, they make sure that others hold them accountable to their resolution. So number four, man, they make sure someone else knows they've resolved to try to do something new. Number five, they try to inspire others to join them in their resolution. Number six, they try to make sure that the, the resolution is something they can measure. It's a measurable goal. And number seven, they journal or track their progress. Thank you, Joey. Does that have the cough medicine in it too? Is it got the good stuff in it or is it just water? Okay. So I was dry. Okay. So that's what, that's the, those are the seven habits of people that see their resolutions to the end. Okay. Now I was thinking this morning, and, I, and, I'm, and so hopefully I, you don't tune me out. Okay. This morning I want to talk about church membership. All right. It's a big deal at Coastal Community Church. And, and I got to thinking, like, why is it that we make it a big deal? And, and I want you to know why we don't make it a big deal. It's not a big deal to us to, like, b- somehow boast about our roles, okay? 
We don't offer church membership because it's us versus them, okay? The reason is, is really bigger than that. We believe that most people, in their passion and their heart is to follow after God. And at Coastal, we believe the Bible teaches that the way we follow after God is through the gospel of Jesus Christ. But we don't want your passion to follow after God and pursue Jesus Christ to end there. We actually, in the word we've been using this past year through the, for the Beyond campaign, is where we want to link arms with others. We want to link arms with others and give you some practical handles in your life so that you can keep your passion for Christ burning. I've often used this illustration that one of the ways that you could put a fire out is just to separate the logs of a fire. You don't have to dump water on just, you know, the, the fire kind of feeds on itself. But if you separate the coals from a fire, eventually that fire will go out. And we want your fire for the Lord to burn bright. And so in some ways, the, as I was thinking through membership and I was reading how people who keep their resolutions alive, I thought, you know, in some ways it's no different. We want to give you seven ways to help you keep your passion for Christ alive. We want to keep Jesus, number one, we want to keep Jesus at the forefront of your mind. That's what your commitment to membership is. We want to help you with daily habits to grow in Christ. We want to keep your passion for Christ burning hot. We want to surround you with accountability so you'll, you'll continue to grow close to Christ. We want to inspire you to have others come alongside of you. We want to give you some measurable goals. We believe in regular journaling. That's all part of things we do in our small group series. All of these things that people do when they see their New Year's resolution through are part of our, of our, of our, our membership idea here at Coastal Community Church. Now, a lot of people start the New Year resolving to go to church, Okay. That's common. I don't want you to leave here today resolving to go to church. I want you to understand that you are the church. We don't go to church. We are the church. In fact, the word church, it literally means from the Greek, it means it's the word ekklesia, which means to be called out. We're called out by God. So what are we called out to do or to be? Well, first of all, let me give you the foundation of what it means to be called out. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter 2, verse 9. The Apostle Peter writes this about to this church. He says, but you're not like that. You're a chosen people. You're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You're God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. The foundation of being a part of the church is being a Christian, is being a, fo a follower of Jesus Christ. And when you're a follower of Jesus Christ, the Bible says, man, you're like, you're special. You're a royal priest, you're a chosen people. In fact, do this for a minute. I want you to look at the people next to you. Just do it. Look at them. Look at your spouse. Maybe you haven't done that yet this morning. Look at your spouse. The Bible says if they're Christians, man, the people around you, they're special people. Look at your spouse and say, you're special. Not the special, okay? That's the Lego movie. So, um, no, you're special, right? You're, you're part of the family of God. You're a holy nation. You're a people belonging to God himself. The people next to you should wow you. Whoa right? They should wow you. Aren't you glad? Doesn't it feel weird? Isn't that weird? 
Why don't you guys came to church this morning? Anyway, so, no, the Bible says when you're a follower of Jesus Christ, the people, that group, that group of Christians is a special group of people. And we should be wowed by the people around us. Because God called you to himself when you became a Christian. And by the way, he didn't call you out just to be blessed. That's one of the really bad teachings in American Christianity. You're a Christian. God wants to bless you. Now, does God want to bless you? Yes, but he wants to bless you to be a blessing. It's... you're not this royal priesthood, this chosen people, just to get through life safe, soft, easy, and comfortable. Your purpose is now to show off the goodness and the glory of God for others. You're now kind of a, a light, a city on a hill. You're set up to display the glory of God. You're called out for the purpose and with the purpose of showing off the goodness and the glory of God. So that's the foundation. You're a Christian, and wow, that makes you a chosen people, a royal priesthood. The second thing is we're called out as a people to worship God. We're called out as a people to worship God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 16 says, Let the message about Christ in all his richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. You're called out as a people to gather corporately and worship God together. You're called out to to hear the teaching of the word of God and you're called out to sing praises and hymns. And and I don't know, I mean, there's something about singing, man, that lifts your spirit, isn't it? You come in here and you're, man, week's been tough and then you start singing and you start singing these truths of God and and searching truths to God, and, and we gather corporately and we sing them together. And it's it just it lifts your heart. And in the teaching, and we hear the word of God taught, and we we repent of our sin and we 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 mold our lives into the what God has called us to do, and we know the freedom of walking in the words of God. We're called to gather and and worship corporately. Number three, we're called to grow together. We're called out to grow together. Paul says in Colossians 1.28, we, him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. And we may present everyone mature in Christ. By the way, the New Testament is full of this idea of growing to maturity, Right? Imagine as a parent, if you had a kid that kind of got stuck at eight years old, right? And they just remained eight years old for years, right? At some point along the way, you might go, something, something's not right, right? You might take him to the doctor. He's been eight for four years now. I don't, I don't know what to do with this. You know, our children are to grow in maturity. Maturity as adults, maturity physically, spiritually, emotionally, you know, a lot of Christians, man, like the American Christian Church, like we kind of boom, we just get stuck. There's not a whole lot of growth in maturity. As a church, we're to link arms together and we're to mature as people and as Christians. And God has called us to grow in maturity and holiness and righteousness. Well, how do we do that? We, we lean more and more into our good shepherd. We 
We, we focus our eyes more and more on Jesus Christ, less and less on the things of the world, more and more on the person and work of Jesus Christ. Psalm 23, which I think is a, is a psalm that um, if you know your gospel of John, you know that uh, finds its fulfillment in Jesus Christ. He's the good shepherd, right? But Psalm 23 says this. He says, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of what? Of righteousness. Why? So I can be happy? No, for what? For his namesake, to bring glory to him and praise to him. We grow in holiness and righteousness as we, we focus on our good shepherd. We grow in the knowledge of the word of God. We're supposed to be growing in our knowledge of the word of God. We want you to be in the, in the word at Coastal Community Church. Matthew 28, verse 19 Final words of Christ to his disciples is therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. A disciple is a follower of Jesus Christ. And as, as disciples, we should be growing in knowing the commands of Christ so that we can then obey the commands of Christ as an act of worship. We should be growing by living in community. We should grow by living in community. You know, the, the New Testament is full of what I like to call the one another's. And we have actually done sermon series taking us through the one another's of the New Testament. Love one another, serve one another, forgive one another, be generous with one another. It's a regular command. And this kind of one another brings accountability to your commitment. It brings opportunity to love and serve others. Now, one of the way that we do this at Coastal is small group ministry. We try to intersect, okay, our corporate worship into your regular life in small group ministry. We want to take what you learn here. We want to take your, your, your spiritual journey. And, and it doesn't end here sitting in straight rows. We want looking forward at the preacher, all right? We want you to be a part of community. We want to intersect biblical teaching with community. We want to intersect accountability and the opportunity to live out biblic, the biblical one another's in small group ministry, okay? In two weeks... Okay, we're going to be launching our six-week winter small group series. During that six weeks, we want to ask every single one of you to be in a small group for six weeks. Why do we do that? For one, it brings unity in our body. We're all kind of learning and doing and growing together. Number two, it's a great on-ramp. You know, if you've never been in a small group or it's been a while since you've tried one, this is a great on-ramp. We're going to have sign-ups available. You're going to find small groups that fit your time, going to fit the, the, the time in your week, the day, the night that works for you. We have small groups all over the peninsula. We have small groups in Gloucester, uh, well, small groups in Hampton. We have small groups everywhere that you can be a part of that will fit. I want to encourage you. It's one of the reasons, ways we link arms and grow in community so that, you, so that you're not like a, a, a lone ranger Christian, okay? And so you're going to see that over the next two weeks. I want to challenge you. If you're not in a small group, make a six-week commitment. Join us in journey together, okay? Number four, we're called out to serve. Number four, we're called out to serve. We're called out to serve as believe. We're called to serve other believers. We're called to serve other believers. Second Corinthians chapter eight. Paul says, for I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more. 
They did it all for, out of their own free will. They, be, they begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. So the Corinthian church, or, or uh, uh, Paul's challenges Corinthian church is one of the churches that he's planted is wanting to give financially to the church of Jerusalem. And they wanted to help the other believers Church, we're called to help other believers. At Coastal, we call this ministry. We want you to serve in a ministry that benefits the local church here at Coastal Community Church. To serve the corporate ministry, the small group ministries, we want you to serve others here in our local church. But we also want you to serve in mission because we're called to serve the whole world. So we want you to serve the church as part of it. We want you to serve in missions, not an either or. It's a both and, okay? Because we're called to take the gospel of Jesus to every nation, so that every person may have the opportunity to have eternal life through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want to challenge you with this. This calling that we're calling you to is a calling to commitment. We are calling you to commitment. And I know it's a scary thing, right? We live in a culture people get nervous about making commitments. And so Coastal, we're, we're calling you not only to make your commitment to Jesus Christ, but we want you to commit yourself to a group of people, a group of Christians that are committed to growing close to Jesus Christ. We want you to commit yourself to others and be accountable to that commitment. We want you to commit yourself to worshiping regularly in corporate worship so that the passion, so your passion for Christ burns hot week in and week out. We want you to commit yourself by being in a small group so you're surrounded with others throughout the week that will join with you and keep your commitment to Christ burning hot and encourage you in the middle of the week when things get rough and you're like, man, I feel all alone. You don't have to feel all alone. There's a group of believers in your small group that will help encourage you. And we want you to commit yourself to serving in ministry, serving God's people and serving on missions. And here's what we call that commitment, ready? Here's what we call it. We call it church membership. That's what church membership is. <clears throat> we are asking you to commit yourselves to these things <clears throat> by being a member at Coastal Community Church. In fact, for some of you, this will be your next step of obedience to spiritual growth. And why do I believe that deeply? Because you become what you're committed to, right? You become what you're committed to. And so if you want to become more like Christ, commit yourself not only to Christ, of course, okay? But commit yourself to others who are committed to growing to be more like Christ. Now, uh, I'm going to let you go here in just a minute, all right? But I want to make sure we're clear on our membership process at Coastal Community Church, all right? Um, and so let me be really, really clear. Coming to Coastal for a really long time does not make you a member, Okay, and I think a lot of people think that. Like, man, I've been coming here for five years. I didn't know I wasn't a member. We actually have a very thorough process, and it's, uh, it's intentional, okay, uh, in our process. So the first step to becoming a member at Coastal Community Church is to take our We Are Coastal class. Okay, and so if you've never taken our We Are Coastal class, uh, then you're not a member, okay? And even taking the class doesn't make you a member. That's the first step in the process. So if you've never taken the class, I really want to encourage you, this, sat this coming Saturday, Saturday the 16th from 5 to 8.30 right here, we're going to have our We Are Coastal class. Uh, if, you, if you're interested on the way out, uh, we have a membership table signed up on the way, uh, a membership table on the way out here this morning. Uh, sign up for our We Are Coastal class, okay? We've got dinner, uh, we've got childcare. It's a great way to just find out who we are, what we believe, what does it mean to be a member. I really, really want to encourage you to do that, okay? After you take the class, 
okay? You're still not a member. The second thing we ask you to do is to sit down with an elder of this church and, and go over your membership commitment, okay? And, and, we, and we do this, again, it's intentional. We want you to know one of the elders of Coastal Community Church. If you ever have a question about Coastal Community Church, that's your elder. You can go talk to your elder about that, okay? We want you to know someone in leadership, and, uh, and we want, you know, sit down face-to-face. It's, it sounds really scary. It's not, okay? Uh, it's a great way for you to get to know an elder, for them to get to know you, for them to pray with you, okay? And it's a really awesome thing. Okay, number three at Coastal, we do an annual membership commitment renewal, okay? So we ask our members to renew their membership annually, okay? Um, and we do this for a couple reasons. Number one, we think it's a good reminder for you. Okay, what is it that I'm committing to as a member? So it's not something you did 20 years ago and you forget about, all right? What is it that I'm committing to? And it reminds you of your commitments, all right? It helps us at Coastal Community Church to keep our roles clean, okay? We live in a really transient area, and it helps us to know who's in the boat rowing with us. So when we do something like Beyond, you know, we know, man, who's, who's really in the boat rowing with us, and it keep, helps us keep our roles clean, okay? It helps us to keep touch, touch base with our members. If a member doesn't re-sign their commitment from the previous year, we try to find out if there's anything going on, like if there's an offense going on, if there's something that we can, and we're not going to badger you, we try not to badger you to death with, uh, you know, unnecessary communication, but, you know, we try to say, hey, is, is there something we can make straight? Are you going to another church? If so, that's great, but we really try to make sure our members are plugged in, and that, that's the accountability piece, okay? If you've moved away, and this happens because we're in a mil- military area, you were a member, you moved away, and you moved back, okay, and you want to be a member again, all you need to do is sit down with an elder, okay? You don't have to retake the class, just sit down with an elder, re-sign your commitment, okay? If you've forgotten through the year, somewhere through the years you, for, you were a member, but you forgot to sign your commitment, okay? All you have to do today is let us know, and we'll, we just want to hook you up with an elder again, okay? And have you sit down so you kind of know an elder, and go through the commitment, and sign them. You don't have to take the class again, okay? I know sometimes time forgets, okay? So you may say, man, why in the world are you so thorough on this at Coastal Community Church, all right? All right. We want to know who's in the boat rowing, okay? And as elders, and I, I, I've preached on this in the past. I preach on church discipline. I'm not going to preach on that today, but but we want to know who we're accountable to, okay? Like who's in with us, who are who's accountable to us, and who are we accountable to, okay? So here's the so what, and then we'll close with prayer and let you, and we're going to close with singing here this morning, okay? Here's the so what, okay? If you're a member in 2015 of Coastal Community Church, on your way out, your membership commitment's out there. Okay, you can pick it up. If you know, oh, we just need to sign it and keep going, take it home, pray about it, however that works in your home, your heart, and your family, do that. Okay, but on your way out today, you can re-sign your membership commitment. If you're not sure you're a member, okay, you're like, I don't know, I'm, yeah, maybe I'm not sure where that happened. Here's on your way out, just talk to someone at the membership table. We'll get you squared away, okay? We'll figure that out. We'll get you squared away and talk about your next step in the process, okay? If you know you're not a member, and you want to be. And my sermon today, the challenge to commitment encouraged you, become a member, okay? Sign up for the We Are Coastal class for this Saturday night, man. We would love to have you, okay? Now, why did I spend so much on this today, okay? Here's why. We believe you become what you're committed to. We believe you become what you're committed to. And we believe you become more like Jesus Christ when you commit yourself not only to him, but you commit yourself to the people that are committed to be more like Jesus Christ. That's our challenge this morning. That's why we do church membership. And that's why I'm challenging you here right out of the beginning of the year. Commit yourself not only to Christ, but to the people that are committed to be more like Christ. Let's close with prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for our commitments this morning. It's the new year and it's easy to... 
um, commit to a lot of things. And then it's easy over time for those commitments to wane, God. And we want people to be committed to Christ above all else. And at Coastal, we believe, man, a commitment to membership is a commitment to growing to be more like Jesus through corporate worship, through small group ministries, and through serving God's people and others who don't yet know the gospel of Jesus. God, I pray that you'll bless those who are called out. I pray that you'll bless their commitments, not only to you, but their commitment to one another as we grow together and as we serve together. And it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen.